The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? All right, let's get it rolling, guys. It's a What Are the Odds Wednesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Power, the Falcon, AJ Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel to Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713 780 ESPN is your number, 713 780 3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. If Aaron likes it, he'll read it. Twitter at Fred Power, F A O U R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates 975. You can text the show, you know the number for that. And, uh, you can also watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Wednesday, so when you call, text, tweet, Twitch, send a raven, whatever you do, put odds on it. What are the odds? It's going to be a fun show today, Hoffman. Percent 1,000, Fred. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, it's but this is the third day in a row I've been doing a lot of work on other stuff. Yeah. And I look up and it's 2.30 and I'm like, holy bleep. Yeah, I got to go to work. I got to get my ass going here. Got to do the real job. But, uh... You know, ready to rock and roll today. We're gonna have fun. I think so. I think we're okay. Yeah. They uh, apparently now, uh, at least according to John Clayton, who is obviously, I, I, don't, I don't. He doesn't work at ESPN anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what I he think does. he works at ESPN Radio in Seattle. Ah, uh, like local, but I, I don't think he writes for uh, ESPN anymore. Um, but a cor- I, I still think he's tied into the NFL. Right. Yeah, yeah. The old crypt keeper himself. Um, John Clayton says J.J. Watt is down to Titans, Packers, Bills. The final three are set. And apparently, I heard someone he say did couch it a little insane. Raiders as a dark yeah, horse. Yeah, eh, I don't buy that though. And I, it'd be odd if J.J. did go to the Raiders. Yeah, I still feel like the best fit for him if he wants to win is Buffalo. But he also has comfort with Mike Vrabel, so Tennessee makes some sense from that angle. And Green Bay's home. And Green Bay's home. Although I, I still don't know if Green Bay can actually pay him because that, that's a team that's going to have to make a lot of moves. But, um, you know, I'm good for him, man. Where, wherever he winds up, I, I hope it's you – know, I, I, I think Buffalo and Green Bay are his best chances to get to a Super Bowl if that's what his goal really is. But if he just wants to make the playoffs and play on a on a team that – is consistent and probably losing the second round. The Titans are a good fit. Yeah. And you so. get to play the, the Texans twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. Which might be appealing. And what, well, when you see who they've got on the offensive line, you go, Ooh, now that's appealing. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other interesting thing to come out today is apparently uh, there are reports that Deshaun Watson has given the Texans three teams he would accept a trade to. Okay. Uh, and as soon as this happens, I, I'm saying, all right, dude, guess what? You're going to be here because I, like I said, until, until he says I'm waiving my no trade clause, I don't want to hear from you. Yeah. I, I don't really want to hear from you at all at this point. Uh, look, you're on the team. Now, if one of these guys wants to blow me away with an offer, then I'm down. But when there's only three of them, why would one of them well, go out but, of their way? The, they the thing is. If you're getting them competing against each other, you only need three. Yeah, it's a lot better to have 31 of them. Yeah, but there's not 31 teams that are really interested. It's in a them, lot better to have 25 of them. It is, except for yeah, the, the reality is if you have three teams that are willing to go nuts on this, because the other, let's face it, 25 teams aren't going nuts on this. Okay, let's see who the three teams are before I start poo-pooing. Yeah, this, I think but, that's, that's probably smart because they're teams that we have been talking about all along. Jets, Dolphins, Panthers. Okay. Well, I see. I'd like. I'd still like to keep the 49ers in the mix, things like that. And I don't know. I I, I can't imagine Deshaun would say, "No, I'm not playing for the 49ers. No way." 
Like, it, it, that's a better, that, they're better off than any of these other teams you just mentioned. So if you really want to go win, 49ers would make more sense, right? It would. But clearly, winning isn't that big a deal if those are his choices. That's what I, I don't get this dude. I don't get what he wants. Does he want to go somewhere where he's just got all kinds of control? Are you, are you going to get that in Miami? Well, we don't, we don't know because he hasn't talked. We have no idea. And again, this is just a report, which, I mean, there's thousands of reports. I can't believe I'm starting to dislike Deshaun Watson. Uh, I, 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 you know, I love the guy, and I have no problem with him wanting out. But I just don't like the way it's being handled. He's handling it like a child. There's no question. And it, it's, it's disappointing because I thought he was better than that. And I, I did a radio hit with the place today, and they're asking, why are all these quarterbacks suddenly trying to, you know, like Russell Wilson now talking about wanting out and things like that? I go, well, because I, I think these guys just look at the NBA, and they see the power those guys have, and they're like, hey, wait a minute. I'm a franchise quarterback in the freaking NFL. Uh, I should have some say. And, you know, don't necessarily disagree with them. I would get it written into my contract. Yeah. But. You know, when, when you're under contract, including one that you just signed a few months ago, maybe that's on your agent for not getting that done. But you know, I, I, I think if he tells me, hey, this is where I'll go, then I, here, here's, I, here's how I would handle it. And, and they won't do this because it's the Texans and they're the dumbest franchise in the history of sports. Let's just start with that. But I would go to all three of them and say, give me your best offer. I, I'm not really willing to trade the guy, but if one of you blows me away, then... I'll talk to you, and then I'll take the offers, and then I'll go to each team and say, well, these guys offered me this, and I'll jack the price up as much as I can. And if it's something that I think makes me better in the long run, take the deal. And if it's not, guess what, Deshaun? Quit pouting. Get your ass back in here. If you're willing to sit out a year, sit out a year. Yeah. I don't care. That's how I would handle it. So, and this was not about winning. He just wants to get away from the Texans. Yeah, well, then, you know what? You shouldn't have signed your big contract extension five months ago. Uh, yeah, that's what I don't understand. i I got to get out of here. Well, then why did you sign that deal? Well, I had to because otherwise I would have been out there playing. Like, Dak, those are the risks you take. That's the deal. Guess where Dak doesn't have to be next year if he doesn't want to? Well, if he gets franchised. But after next year, guess where Dak doesn't have to be if he doesn't want to be? Dallas. Dak will be free to go wherever he wants. I mean, that's I mean, that, that's just how the game works. Now, I, I, I don't blame him for wanting out of this situation. This is a horrible situation. I, I, but he, it was I, a horrible situation when he signed. Yeah, well, it, 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 but it's gotten worse. So but, I, I get it. But, Fred, the writing was on the wall that this it was going to the team had very little talent and no way to build talent around him once they paid him. We knew that. Well, we, we knew, knew that, that when but, he signed the deal. But he, he had to see it. I, I don't think I think you give people too much credit, AJ. I mean, he's looking at it as like, hey, I got my deal. I'm a franchise quarterback. Uh, I'm going to go out and win a bunch of games. And guess what? He didn't. I mean, that. Well, I you, mean, you four don't. is a bunch. And some, like, if you saw four bananas, you'd say, that's a bunch of bananas. That's too many bananas. I can't eat that many. But that's a bunch. It is, I guess. I thought six was a bunch. I think four is, is, counts as a bunch. Well, like, if you took two of them off, is it still a bunch? No. Okay. Just checking. No. Well, if you took two off the six, is what I'm talking well, about. Well, the four is a bunch now, but the two is not. Okay. Uh, so it's a banana thing now. Yeah, five or more is supposed to be a bunch. Really? So if you buy four bananas, what do they? That's call according that? to Quora dot com, where you, people like throw up random questions. Okay, well, what is, what do you call four bananas that are a few? Three or four is a few. <laughs> five or more is a bunch. Ah, see, I thought it was six. I thought there was an actual number. Six is a half dozen. So you <laughs> really? Say, but I, anything five or more is a bunch. <laughs> okay. So if you if you if your wife told you go get a bunch of bananas. What would you do? I'd get six. I would grab the biggest. Uh, you buy the like, biggest one? Yeah. Or you guys, do you guys eat a lot of bananas in your household? No, but if she said literally go get a bunch of bananas, that's what I would get. I would get the biggest one because. Well, a bunch is like, what do they call? It's called a bunch when bananas are paired together. Well, that's what I thought they came in a thing of six. Like I thought that's what they grew as. I could be wrong about that. No, okay. We did have a banana tree when I was a kid, but I never really paid that much attention to it. Uh, a single banana is called a finger. A grouping of attached fingers make up a hand of bananas. Hand. Multiple hands that grow in a cluster are called a bunch or a stock of bananas. So the ones you're buying at the grocery store, you're that's a hand. a hand of bananas. They grow as a bunch. Oh, okay. Well, that's too many bananas. 
Okay. All right. So they didn't win a bunch of games. You were right. <laughs> well, no, they didn't. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm sure they didn't even win a full hand of of games. No, but I. But they, again, like Aaron says, they won a few. But if you, <laughs> but if you're him, you look at it. And you say, "Oh, look at all these close games we lost, and if we had better coaching and all this stuff." That's that's how guys think, man. That's how NFL players think. You're not going to think. Uh, and now he probably doesn't think it's his fault they won four games uh, as as the season went on. But I, I got news for him. I mean, if he winds up in New York and they trade all the stuff that, well, I mean, they won't because it's the Texans and they'll take a warm bucket of spit. But if they trade a bunch of, you know, a couple of defensive starters and all those picks, Jets aren't going to be any better than the Texans were last year. And, and that's, you know, to me, if you just want to get away from Cal McNair, then okay, cool. But I'm not doing it unless I'm benefiting benefiting from it significantly. Yeah, and you've got to make it worth my while. Yeah, and, and that's you know. So you don't get a say in that. You don't get to tell me where you get traded. Now it just so happens, um, the the reality is I think the best deals available would be the Jets and the Dolphins because you get that high pick, and that, that's guaranteed because next year. Nothing's really guaranteed. You don't right. know what those teams Especially are with the Dolphins. Yeah, because I think the Dolphins, you won 10 games without the guy. Honestly, the Panthers, too. The, the, the Panthers, are would they would be a contender with Deshaun. 49ers would be a contender with Deshaun. No, 49ers, definitely. I still don't know about the Panthers because you'd have, because, again, I'd want a couple of. Uh, if, if you don't take Christian McCaffrey away from him. No, you can keep Christian McCaffrey. I don't want him. Uh, then Deshaun and Christian McCaffrey, you're going to be a problem. If, he's, if McCaffrey's healthy. Sure. And I, I think. Uh, but I would want a couple of their young defensive players, and that's going to hurt their defense. Sure. But, I mean, that's you – know, to me, the Dolphins are the one team that you, you could see them trading a bunch of stuff and not getting worse and, and not needing those draft picks. But – Well, you know, and they I, would and have, I, I the Dolphins and Jets would have to trade less than the Panthers because they have better picks. You in, know, like, in theory, but, again, if the Panthers are – The Panthers would have to add in either more picks or more players – Right. To make it work, whereas the Jets and the Dolphins, I mean, the the value of going from eight to two, we've seen is high. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it is it is great. So they would have to the, the Panthers would have to wow. Yeah, I mean they they would have to completely outbid those other two teams, and I don't know that they can. I don't know that they have enough to where I say, okay, yeah, this is better than getting the second pick or the third pick. Uh, but again, it, it is the Texans. And it is the dumbest organization in the history of sports. I don't think that's true. Uh, and, and, you know, Nick Casario's shown me nothing yet to prove that he's not part of Team Dumb. How did Derek Brown play last year, the uh, the kid from Auburn that was their first-round pick? I'd uh, have to look it up. I don't Because, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have a, a big, badass defensive tackle again? Like you had a couple yeah. of years ago, and then you let him walk in free agency, and you thought you had some random hobo to replace him, and it turned out that random hobo is just a random hobo. Yeah, I'd 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 like a I'd like that. I'd like a pass rusher, you know, uh, a cornerback, anything that you can throw out there, and and where Bradley Roby's not your best cornerback, right? If I could get something like that, I, I could see the defense. I don't know if they've better. got anything at corner anyway. Yeah, but I mean, I I I just don't see a trade with the Panthers that makes any sense to me. Yeah. Um. Oh, we'll give you a, we'll give you Teddy Bridgewater. No, no, no you won't. No. I, I I love Teddy, but ever since his leg snapped, don't want him as my starting quarterback. Um, you know, but uh, hey, guys, I got to tell you about new breaks. And uh, I've had so many people tell you tell me that uh, hey, had new breaks out to repair my mom's car a few weeks back. Couldn't be better, guys. Uh, they came by my place yesterday, super nice and quick. Uh, had them install brakes on my son's car. They were quick and very reasonable. Thanks for letting me know about them. And guys, this is the place to go if you need to get your brakes fixed. Right now is not the time you want to go sit and wait in a shop or a dealer. When they'll come to you, you'll get incredible work from them. You're going to save 20 to 50% more money, and they'll do it at your house or your place of business. Or you know what? If your mom needs her brakes done, send them to her house. They'll take care of it. They're certified experienced brake technicians, premium brake parts, and they're backed by a 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty. And it's real easy. You just go to newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com, and they're going to get right back to you with a transparent, surprise-free repair quote. Mention ESPN, 10% off your service. Newbreaks.com, that's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com, Newbreaks. You need to know your place, because it's about to get. 
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz, and we had a conversation going there on the uh, Twitch that you wanted to uh, expand upon. Yeah, uh, we were talking about if if the Texans traded with the Dolphins... What would you would you take a quarterback or would you take the best available player? And assuming that the uh, the Dolphins throw Tua into a deal for Deshaun, which wouldn't wouldn't make sense not to, um, you would obviously go for the best available player, probably a wide receiver, because the Texans don't have any of those, right? Um, and there are three. I think we consider top tier talents at wide receiver. Uh, in this draft, and it's, I mean, wide receivers become a a more and more important position. So you you you've got to spend picks on on, uh, on these on these wide receivers because the you can't. It's hard to I won't say you can't, but it's hard to find good wide receiver talent later in the draft. We agree on that, yeah. And when you look at guys like Jamar Chase. Uh, from from LSU, and then the two guys from from Alabama, uh, Devonte Smith and um, Waddle. Can, yeah, Jalen yeah. Waddle. I don't know why I blanked on his name. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you you liked him the best from the beginning. Yeah, he's. But when you look at those three guys, those are the three guys that are considered elite in in this group. Uh, and there's a lot of depth beyond them of guys who could be really really good too. Right, and that doesn't even include. Kyle Pitts, who may be the most special pass catcher yeah. in this draft. Yeah. But either way, they were talking to Devontae Smith uh, at the Senior Bowl. And they asked him a question, Mac Jones or Tua Tagovailoa, who, who would you take? And apparently... They asked. He answered very quickly, very bold and definitive. Mac Jones. Well, now the Dolphins are sitting there with the third pick. Yeah, and they're like, Damn, well, you know, that's that's one where you got to say, you know what? They're both great. I enjoy yes. playing with both of them. <laughs> you know, and obviously Mac had a fantastic season and helped me win the Heisman. But boy, two is fantastic. Too. Got us that that championship. It was, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's things you can say without. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't know that that's a you know they're both champions. There's a lot of things yeah. you can say. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, don't it, that that's not what you should have said. Yeah, That'd so, be good to broach with Lance at five thirty. Well, we got Lance today. Good. I, I wonder if that affects Alabama. Like saying, oh well, if he already isn't crazy about our guy, then maybe he's maybe we go with Jamar Chase or we go with Jalen Waddle. Yeah, and I I kind of think you can't go wrong with any of those guys. And I, and I really like Jamar Chase. It's easy to forget about him because he didn't play last yeah. year. But, he played a little. Uh, no, he, he opted out last year. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about Waddle. No, I'm talking yeah, about no. my, yeah. And and you know, Waddle's coming off the injury, which is the only concern there. But but now, if I had a choice, and I'm the Texans, and I do a deal with the Dolphins, and I get Tua as part of it, then yeah, I'm taking one of those guys with that pick and giving him a big time weapon. And, and if he doesn't work out, so what? You know, you'll, you'll have a high pick again, and you can try again next year. Yeah, and so, uh, but if he does work out, and you're getting an A plus receiver, and you're getting these other picks, and can beef up your defense, I'm telling you that you could be better next year than than you were this year. Sure, and I, I don't think that's impossible. And I know when you look at how Tua played last year, it's like, oh, he's a bust. He's a bust. Well, you got to keep in mind the guy was coming off an injury, had no camp to speak of. He kind of got thrown in, and. You know that I don't think that's a fair indicator of what the guy can be, and now it may be maybe that's all he is, and if he is okay, then he's he's bad Marcus Mariota, but I think he's got more to him than that, and I think he'd be good. Um, and Dick Williams could the Texans acquire two and trade him to another team for more picks before the draft, possibly, but I I would be okay with getting him back in that deal and saying all right let's let's see what the guy can do. 
I, I think Tua's still got a lot of upside. And you've got him on the cheap for four years. What's, I mean, if he doesn't work out in a year or two, okay, you cut him and you draft another receiver. And if he and it, if he's not working out in a year or two, it means that you're still picking high enough to get a quarterback. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to take Tua in a deal. If, if, you, if he was available in a deal, I'd much rather have that. I would too. But I, now, let's say because I don't want Justin Fields. I, I do not want them to draft or Zach Justin Wilson Fields. to me. Now that's I, I don't me. mind Zach Wilson, but if I get Zach Wilson at seventeen or eighteen, no, you're t- I'm talking about two or three. Is yeah, where I'm not. No, I'm not picking guys. him at two or three, and we know that's where he's going to go. And so. to me, and and it's it's the same deal with Sam Darnold, just a little bit less because I feel like I still think Sam Darnold may, maybe there's some. That we haven't I seen. kind of feel like if you can get him away from Adam Gase, just like Ryan Tannehill, right. maybe maybe the ghosts go away. But if I'm taking a deal with one of those two teams, I want to take that quarterback, and especially Tua, because you've got four years of him. Right. But And if it doesn't work out, okay, we suck again. We're probably going to suck again if we had Deshaun. Right. And next year you pick a quarterback. Because yeah, I, I, I love that idea because you're going to have – Theoretically, another pick from somebody uh, from the Dolphins next year, which won't be a good pick, but your pick will be good, and you could package him if you needed to. Yeah, so that makes the most sense, and uh, and I mean, I think a Jets deal or a Dolphins deal still makes the most sense for Deshaun. I I think he'd be better off going to the to the Dolphins and the Jets, but that's you know that's I, I'm taking whoever gives me the best deal. I'm not worried about you know, what's best for him at that point because right. you know it, it's. You have to worry about your franchise. And yes, where that dumb says Derek Brown would be the one untouchable for me on the Panthers. Then you probably ain't getting him. You know, if, if that, if that's, if that's your deal breaker. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's the guy, I mean, cause that fills a, an immediate need for the Texans. So, yeah. And you know, I know, I know, no, everybody wants to get the guy without giving up things they like. Yeah. And basically listen, Derek Brown is a first round pick yeah. a year ago. Yeah. So it's like you get a first. Uh, that's one of the first round picks you're getting. That's got one less de- one less year of team control. Right. Well, I, I think the Texans would be all right with that. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, he's thinking like a Panther fan. But I, I hate to break it to you guys, you know, I, and you're not going to be able to get the dude without giving up something you don't want to give up. Now, I will say to both teams, like just like I would say to Texans fan, the Texans fan who says we can't trade Deshaun, I say why? So he can go four and twelve again. And then there's some. I saw someone yesterday saying we were a few breaks away from going seven and nine or eight and eight. Is that better? You feel better about that? <laughs> well, and that, but that would have been your absolute ceiling, okay? Right. And in in their defense, there wasn't a game where they really got lucky to win last year because they had a few of those in the prior years when they had good records. And that most of the games they want, well, they only won four, so let's right. be. And they did have some bad luck in three of those games, no question, but. You're not going to, I guess, four of them. But you're not going to win all those. You might, if everything goes right, you win two. You, you should, those are coin flip games. You should get two of them. All right, so you didn't. So, all right, you didn't get to go six and ten last year. All right. Well, and, it, and, it, and on the Panther side, you say, well, Derek Brown's untouchable. And you say, okay, well, then enjoy another year of Teddy Bridgewater where you'll probably go five and 11. Well, let's say Christian McCaffrey's fully healthy, and let's say generously he's worth two wins. You go seven and nine. Are you feeling that much better about going seven and nine than you did this year, going five and eleven? No. And now you're not picking near the top, so you can't get a, a, a high grade quarterback next year. Like this is if you want to better your franchise, this is your chance to get a franchise quarterback. You've got to give to get. And the Texans, you at some point in order to rebuild this thing, you have to pull off a band aid that is probably going to hurt. It sucks having a guy like this, and then saying the best thing for our franchise is to move on from him. And I really think it is. I, I do too at this but point. It, but it's got to be, it can't be moving on for him. It can't even be moving on from him at market value. Right. You yeah. have to get above market value for him. And, and it can't be another DeAndre Hopkins trade. You you actually have to get. Uh, Unless it goes the other way and right. they're willing to take David Johnson. Yeah. Well, but the thing is you don't, you don't need anybody to take David Johnson. You can cut David Johnson. You can cut Duke Johnson. 
Uh, you can cut. Bernardrick McKinney needs to be cut. All those yeah. guys you can whack, and it's not costing you really anything, and you're saving some cap space. What what you need them to do is take Whitney Merciless and or Randall Cobb uh, because that'll get you out from under two really bad deals, and it won't be that punitive to the team that takes them. In, in essence, to me, those are just those are throw-ins that help you. Doesn't really hurt the the Dolphins if they take those two on because they can cut them with almost no penalty. Yeah. So uh, or the Jets for that matter. And and from what I understand, there's teams out there that still think Whitney Merciless can be fixed. Fix him. Yeah. Good luck if you can get uh, if you think, if you fix him, great because he ain't going to be fixed here. And I'm totally okay with. Uh, I, I I'm at the point now where I'd like to see them make a move because if I trusted them to make the right move, then I know this team could be better next year and would be better the year after that and the year after that. But I don't trust them. I mean, look how dumb they are. And I said that the hit I did this morning, they couldn't believe I said they were the dumbest franchise in all of sports. I'm like, well, look at what they've done. And let's let's go through the list. Ever since Cal and, and Jesus got a hold of things. And, oh, well, your new GM hired David Cully whose name has never come up for anybody else. So you're either a genius. And how, how often have we said this about the Texans? That, well, you know what? Maybe maybe that uh, given Bill O'Brien this power, maybe they know what they're doing. Maybe they're smart. Maybe they're just smarter than everybody else. Okay. Maybe he is smarter than everybody else by hiring David Culley. But guess what? I've seen your past performances. I've seen your results. No, thank you. Now I'll tell you who does get results. Lawyer Dave. And, man, if you're in an accident right now watching how some of you guys are driving out there, you're probably getting in an accident. You need to call my man Lawyer Dave. Uh, or if you have a slip and fall accident, maybe you slipped on some ice somewhere at your office. Hey, guess what? You get hurt, give him a call. And uh, if you can't afford to go to a doctor and he takes your case, guess what? They're going to take care of that. They're going to send you a doctor. They even get you an Uber to take you to the doctor if need be. So nothing comes out of your pocket until you win your case. And he practices everywhere in Texas, so all my friends over in the Golden Triangle, he can handle you. Hell, all the way to El Paso. Doesn't charge a dime for his consultations. So you can call him and ask him, if, hey, do I have a case here? And he'll either tell you, you know what, uh, no, or I know a lawyer who can help you because I don't do that. And, uh, or he'll say, you know what, yeah, you do have a case. Let, let's go. And he, he's great at that. He loves the blitzers. He's more than happy to give you guys advice. He doesn't get paid until you win. And give him a call, 713-626-8900, or on Twitter at LawyerDaveLaw, or go to LawyerDave.com, or just hit me up, and I will get you that information. Need a lawyer? Better dial Dave. In the next life, I'm trying to stay paid. When I die, I put my money in a grave. When I die, I put my money in a grave. I really got to put a couple in a place. ESPN 97.5. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And I, I was trying to get to Brother Bear's tweet, so I don't remember if I got to it or not. But he said, what are the ads? Half of Houston does not have confidence in the Texans making the best trade for Watson. All right, let's do a quick poll. Which one of us has confidence the Texans will make the best trade? Raise your hand. Okay, that's 0 for 3. Uh, anyone in your car, raise your hand. Okay, that's 0 for everybody. Yeah, I'm going to say 0%. Yeah, it's not. it doesn't feel promising, certainly. No. No. But, um, yeah, that, that's the problem is I've said all – what did I say all along when they got rid of O'Brien? Man, if they get the right people in here, you can turn this thing around in a hurry. Well, guess what? They, they haven't got the right people. Get, yeah. That, well, or – I, I'm still not willing to throw uh, Casario out. I, I don't know. I don't know what he is. I mean, we haven't seen enough. To, to me, we haven't seen enough to know. And I, truthfully, I don't know how much power he really has. Well, that's the thing. I think he's he's Jack Easterby's little puppet. And it, I that's think not Jack, his fault. I think it's Jack. Well, it is his fault for taking the job and being a puppet. Well, yeah, you know, Easterby's got his hand up his back. The only thing, listen, and I'm I've been willing all along to say, all right, maybe he'll be the adult in the room. 
Well, what have we seen from him? A coach hire. Well, who, who out there anywhere said, wow, the Texans got themselves a great coach? No one. No, they got a great culture guy. Yeah. Uh, a guy who no one ever talked about as a head coaching candidate. So that's, that's what I have to judge him on so far. Now, he still has time to turn things around. What I will say is, and, I, and we talked about this when they hired him, it felt like a, a Bo Porter hire. Yeah. Like, this could just be a placeholder. Like, why, yeah. w- why would you pay a top coach to come here and, you know, basically captain a sinking ship? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and I wonder about this whole Josh McCown's the guy they really want and they want him to learn for a couple of years. And, and, and you know what? That's not a horrible idea. But have him learn under a guy who's good at it. Yeah, well, but the, the problem is if you bring in somebody that is going to be good at it, then, he, then Josh McCown's never your head coach, right? right. Somebody else. Unless you bring him. in an older guy. Well, you did. Guess what you did? You brought in <laughs> yeah. a 65-year-old. But, I mean, if it's me, I mean, I don't even feel like they did their due diligence. There was nobody to be excited about among any of the names they talked about. Jim Caldwell. I think Jim Caldwell might have been the best of the group. Jim Caldwell would have made more sense yeah. if they were really grooming Josh Le- McCown. Leslie Frazier? Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, all these guys they interviewed, that, and that's what I have to judge Nick Casario on. So, you know, I mean, I, and I'm not in on the interviews, so I don't know who was good and who wasn't and, and who might have uh, might have been impressive and, and whatnot. But Although being around Lovey Smith and, and Romeo, assuming, I mean, those are guys who have coached in the league before. I mean, not with yeah, and, and, and a listen, whole lot of success. I, and I, I, I like the hire of Lovey Smith because well, I've always said this. I want guys who weren't great head coaches but were good coordinators. Yeah. And they needed a culture change and a move to a 4-3 and all that. I had no problem with Lovey Smith as defensive coordinator. A little bit of a problem. I would have had no problem if they'd hired Jim Caldwell as offensive coordinator. No. I'd feel a lot better about this team. Not a lot better. I'd just feel better. Uh, but instead, you, you kept Tim Kelly. Okay, he did some things. What's he going to do with no Deshaun Watson? Yeah. I don't know. And and I, I think you could, if you had last year's offense back with better running backs or just different running backs, you don't need those turds that they're paying a lot of money, um, you'd be fine. You'd have to totally revamp the defense. And I think in a, a se- half a, in one season, you can revamp a lot of it. But, you know, I was, I was listening to the, the guys on the Texan station on the way in, they're talking about how, oh, well, everybody is available for trade except for Deshaun. I'm like, who on this roster would anybody they're, want? Yeah. Especially on defense. I mean, how many actual NFL players do you have on that defense? I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about stars. Uh, you're talking I, about I'm, NFL caliber starters, I, right? I, yeah. I mean, Justin Reed at times. Yeah. Bradley Roby at times. He's not a one. McKinney but, at times. Uh, although he was bad this year before he got hurt. I, I'm, I'm whacking him. I want no part of him. Uh, I, th- I think you've got, you know, Cunningham, Cunningham, uh, Adams played well last year, but we don't know if that's a fluke or not. So I'll put him in there, but these are but not, that's by the way, our guys, these that's, are just serve. And like Whitney Merciless is, a, uh, oh, he's useless. He's a, he's a serviceable guy. If he's like your, your third pass rusher or something like a rotation guy. They, right. he, he, he's their key guy. Like he's, but more, he wasn't serviceable last year. No, he wasn't. He didn't even belong on the field. The guy went three games and had one tackle. Now, to be fair, it, it, when you're on a team like that, it, it's even, even if you are good, it's hard to really show it on defense because when, when, you know, nobody's requiring double teams and things like that, it's, it's tough. It is, except you also still had J.J. Watt who was being double teamed. True. And this guy did nothing. I mean, that's that's where he's supposed to thrive. And, and I don't know what happened to him because he was a pretty good player. He was a good player. He was never a great player. No, he was that, never that's great. The they paid him like a great player. But he was pretty good. And now good. he's not even good. Yeah. At least if he were playing the way he used to, I'd say, well, they overpaid for him. But but at least at least that's a guy that you can have and, and yeah. yeah, he can play a little. But and now maybe maybe he was hurt all last year or something and we just didn't know that happened sometimes. But yeah, I I I mean I think there's maybe four maybe a Minahue, you know. Although again, I think he'd be a, a really good third defensive end. But nobody wants those guys. No. And you know, Dick Willie mentions Whitney got paid and never played. That's the thing. I you know a lot of guys sometimes. I wonder how different this team would look on defense if they would have, instead of paying 
Whitney Merciless paid DJ Reader. I know there'd yeah, still be issues in the secondary. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't know because who knows how DJ would have reacted. I mean, he, he wasn't playing that great when he got hurt, when he got his big deal. It just but, felt like he was the best player on the yeah, defense. Yeah, I, I would have rather the had that him. they let him walk. I, I would have rather had him, no question. But, you know, I, I the Merciless deal you can't defend because just, it's just one of those where they overpaid. And, you know, I, I do think that, but okay, so you have those four guys. Go get me five mid-level free agents, and you're a better defense. Like, go get me William Jackson. Uh, you know, go get me some guys. Like, you don't have to go and get the super studs because you, you can't spend that kind of money right now with the way you, you messed up your cap. But if you did that, you could be a top 22 defense. And guess what? That's a difference in, in four and 12 and maybe seven and nine. Yeah. Maybe eight and eight. You get lucky nine and seven, you're sneaking into the playoffs again. But I don't trust anybody in this organization to be able to pull that off. Right, what happens if no one offers a haul for Watson? Do you take a first and a third? Does he no. He's, no. You let you make him sit out. Yeah. Uh, you make and him you fine his ass. Yeah, like and, that's the options. And I, I think if it gets to that point, then I really think things are going to turn against him. I do too. And here, th- because there's, there's two ways this can work out. Either the fans are mad at you because you trade Deshaun for less than what he was worth, or fans are mad at you because Deshaun's not playing. But that'll be on Deshaun at that. That'll point. be on Deshaun. I'd much rather it be the latter, because at least then you've got you still got control. If he decides he wants to change his mind, he realizes, man, I can't afford to sit out all these games. He comes back and he he plays. the The other option is your franchise is is getting no better, right? And you know what? If you have to play without him next year, you're going to get better because you're going to have a top three pick the following year. Yep, no question. And you know, and but, and then it'll be Deshaun's uh, decision on whether or not you use that pick on a quarterback or not. Yep. Because I'll just keep sucking, baby, <laughs> until Deshaun decides he's going to play. And if you're the Texans, how many current quarterbacks would you trade straight up for Watson? I, I don't really think that that's a, an applicable question because that's not really what's at play here. And, you know, and we've talked about it, even if even if the Jaguars were to say, hey, we'll trade you Trevor Lawrence, then, you know, okay – but if you're the Texans, don't you need more than that? And if you're the Jaguars, that makes no sense because you you need more than just Deshaun Watson. And you know there really isn't a lot of guys that you, you would say, you know what, I'll I'll do this. And it, and for me, it'd have to be somebody on a rookie deal. Well, and that's like the guys that you'd be considering is like a Josh Allen. And if I'm Buffalo, I say, yeah, I laugh in thanks, your face. but no thanks. And I say, my guy got to an AFC Championship. Your guy went four and or, twelve. Or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and I I, just, I think those those teams will say well or Justin Herbert. If I'm the Chargers, I laugh at you if you say Deshaun for Justin Herbert straight up. I and I don't and that's not even saying that I think Justin Herbert's going to be better than Deshaun. No, he's I don't, and, and he's not. But but I know that I've got four more years of Justin Herbert, and I have with a window to build around him, and I haven't seen him at his best yet. I don't think exactly. now maybe you have because we see this with a lot of guys they kick ass the first year and then. Everything goes to hell, but and really, anyone past that, you're getting into Kyler Murray's and Baker Mayfield's, yeah, and I'm not interested. Yeah, no, thank you. Because <laughs> if if I'm moving the quarterback, or as Casario would say, the player, if I'm moving the player, then I'm hitting the reset button, and I want upside. And if I do take a quarterback back, if it's a Darnold or, or a Tua, okay. And yeah. you know, and if those because if those guys don't work out, I can easily move on. All right, but you know what? If they if they can get a Justin Herbert or a Josh Allen or a Lamar Jackson straight up, I'd consider it. Yeah, but I, I just don't think they're viable. I, those other the other teams don't have any reason to think that that's a good idea for them. I mean, maybe Baltimore would look at it and say we'd rather have Deshaun than Lamar Jackson. But boy, I don't know. And then boy, you, you put Lamar Jackson on this team with nothing around him. I don't think it. I, I just I just don't think any of it makes any sense from any perspective. All right, we are going to take a very quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's The Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. 
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz, where greed is good. I was just hoping for a longer shot than the horse that won, but I also picked him, so that's a winner for me. So there's that. Uh, 713-780-ESPN. Largo, what makes you believe Oliver doesn't support Andrew's retirement? Of course he does. Speculating and having fun, Largo. Quit taking everything serious. Oh, no, there's no way. Uh, He supports him 100%. Come on, man. Uh, What are the odds a Texas team makes the final four? Uh, I'd put it at 95%. I'd say Baylor's pretty close to a lock. Although, yeah, and you know what? They hadn't played in forever, but they they got a little bit of scare last night from a really crappy team. Really scared last night. you know what? They got really lucky that they came back and Iowa State was their first game back instead of West Virginia. Yeah. I th- I don't I honestly think if they played any other team in the Big 12, they would have lost last night. Now, we've seen this happen a lot with these teams. They come back from shutdown and it's it takes some getting used to. Uh and, and Gonzaga plays in a conference where it's not as punitive. Uh, right. You can come back and you're playing against the uh, you know, on a good day, the 200th best team let's, in the country. Let's be honest, though. This is about the least most punitive team you could play in it the is. Big 12. It's it's by far the worst team in the Big 12, and they almost had them. They, I mean, they were down, I think, 14 at one point. I mean, it, it was yeah. looking dire. Uh, but they come back and win. Um, you know who? Texas was in really bad shape last yeah, night. Yeah, nice comeback, though. I, 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 I wrote them off. I know. I saw your tweet, and I'm like, AJ's going to regret that in about half an hour. I, I wrote them off, and I'm glad. I, listen, I had Texas minus two and a half. It goes to <laughs> overtime, they win by three. It's a happy day. Yeah, but I, I said, oh, this is this is a waste of time. It was like a, a fourteen to two run or something like that. I mean, uh, but luckily Kansas can't shoot. Uh, that, mm. that helps. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. But yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting night in the Big Twelve because I, I really. Uh, yeah, and and you knew Baylor. I mean that that's one thing you have to kind of factor in here. When we talked about A and M's about to miss all of February, yeah. I mean, I, not not that it matters in terms of of the tournament or anything, but you, you just don't know what a team's going to be like when they come back. And um, you know, in, in this case, they didn't. They they played one of their worst games of the season, still managed to win. So, yeah, it was uh, a twenty three four run in the uh, Texas Kansas game. Yeah, it, so I mean, I think Baylor despite last night is if not a final four lock as close as you're going to get to it i think tech still has a shot i think texas has an outside shot texas and texas tech and and uh i mean those are the other teams if if things fall the right way for him i could see it happening but if you're if you're taking a a bet that texas is going to be represented then you're you're basically betting on baylor i think anybody else has a long shot yeah i i think you're getting added value from the other teams because you're betting on baylor but, I mean, of course, I don't think that bet exists where you can say odds a Texas team makes yeah. the Final Four. But if it did, uh, I, I feel like you've got three teams that could fluke into it. And and one team that and one team that, should be there. That should be there, and it would take an upset for them not to lose. And, and, and honestly, if they were to lose before they got there, it kind of benefits those other three teams because one of them will be in the same region. So it would give them a shot. So yeah, And I, who knows? Maybe the Aggies come back from COVID shutdown and win the SEC championship. Who knows? I see. By the way, the Aggie game that was scheduled to be on our air on uh, Saturday against Missouri has been postponed, and that leaves the Aggies with one regular season game left on their schedule uh, next Wednesday against Mississippi State. We will see if they play that. Instead, on our fine air this weekend, you're going to get a couple uh, professional basketball matches. Uh, We've got... The Mavericks of Dallas taking on the James Harden-led Brooklyn Nets on Saturday. Nice. And then Sunday, we've got Clippers, Bucks, Kawhi v. Giannis. So a preview of the two teams that will just miss getting to the finals. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. (laughs) If only they made the second-place teams play each other after the NBA Finals. That's exactly what it would be. So yeah, when they used to have the third, this is way before because you guys weren't born yet. But there was a time they had a third place game in the NCAA tournament. Oh way, yeah, back in like the seventies, I think. What a waste of time! Yeah, it's like who wants to go and yeah, play and for you know third place? You know, there's 
teams that hung that banner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's like the most useless game ever. That would be like having the football playoff and having the two teams that lost play for third. Yeah. Which, hey, they get more money. I mean, that's the one positive to it. I couldn't even imagine watching that game. Oh, what? You don't want to see uh, Notre Dame and... Uh, uh, it would have been Notre Dame and uh, Clemson. Clemson. This year. Yeah. No, I didn't want to see oh, that. Come on, man. For, for a third time. Third time, time no, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Although, have... because basketball is a, you know, the smaller school can get all the way there every now and then, if you have a smaller school like an Iona playing for third place overall versus like a Blue Blood, be like easier to handicap because you know Iona actually cares and wants it because yeah. it's the closest they're going to get. Like, like they were year, playing Duke. Like the year that Loyola made the final four. Yeah. Like, yeah, they'd probably be dangerous in a uh, in a game like that. You'd only want to do it for TV purposes, though. Just have another game. Yeah. Because that, like, that would be, you make them play the next day, right? So you play the two games on Saturday. That gives you a Sunday afternoon game. They come right back and play third place. Yeah. And everybody watches it on TV and says, wow, this is kind of cool. Not really. Um, OG says the World Cup does it. I guess they do, right? They do it in the Olympics too. Yeah. Well, well it's got a bronze you, yeah, medal. Yeah, you get that yeah. that coveted bronze medal, man. Who doesn't want a bronze medal? What's the price on bronze right now? <laughs> I don't know. I'd still rather have gold, but that's just me. Um, if you ain't first or what? <laughs> I was drunk when I said that. <laughs> you can be first. You can be second. You can be third. Hell, you can even be fourth. <laughs> I got to watch that movie again. I, I love that movie. It's rare, though, that a, a team that, you know, and it never happens in college football, but it's rare that a team is, uh, like, a, a team that even not not a power conference team even makes a Final Four. Like, that is pretty rare still. Uh, I mean, they can, It's you, been happening more often. You can make a, a good run. Yeah. But like like Loyola making the Final Four that that was, George Washington that a few was a years big ago. deal yeah uh, no, it was George Butler. Mason George Mason Butler although uh, Butler yeah I guess but yeah Butler was a Horizon League team it wouldn't be now Butler is a Big East team if they made it it wouldn't be a shock um, and Butler made it all the way to the championship game twice in a row yeah yeah so it happens occasionally but it's pretty rare. I get Memphis made it when they were in Conference USA. Yeah, but that's when they had Calipari and they were, right. You know, they were cheating. That's not nice. Allegedly, I, I I don't believe that they were cheating. I think that was that was false. Although you also have to consider the Conference USA for a time was pretty damn good. Yeah, like Louisville was good. Uh, they made a Final Four. And, uh, Marquette made a Final Four when they were in CUSA. So maybe that's not a that's not as good of an example. Yeah, but I mean, I I think it's less meaningful in in basketball than it is football. I think so, too. Because, I mean, you can, you know, hell, Gonzaga's not a power five, quote, uh, team, but they're as good as anybody. Yeah, they're and, not, This that's not so Well, and even for that, it, for that matter, even the Big East isn't, you know, one of these big conferences. I mean, it isn't basketball, but Villanova, I mean, they don't, it, it's not the same as football. Like, a Villanova couldn't do anything in football. No, 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 no. Yeah, but, um... But Big East basketball will always is. I mean, it's, it's, it's always going to be considered. But you've always got. But you've got other leagues that that are pretty damn good too. Well, and Loyola came. They're, they're from the Missouri Valley, which is widely considered, you know, one of the best mid majors there is. So that's I mean, even them making it is not exactly like sisters of the poor showing up, right? When George <laughs> Mason, uh, what year did George Mason make the Final Four? Boy, I don't know. Oh, six maybe. I don't know. They were because they're in the Colonial, which is garbage basketball. So for them to make it, it was like, yeah, two thousand six. Okay, it that, God, was that, it that long so ago? Florida wins that year. I mean, you to have, and I think Florida played either Ohio State or UCLA. They played those two teams in their championship runs. For Florida and UCLA to be looking at George Mason like that like to be George Mason in that room is crazy. Yeah, Florida beat UCLA that year. Okay. Who was the other final four team that year? Uh LSU. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, George Mason was just like, "What? Uh <laughs> what are we doing what here?" Is this? <laughs> I mean, and the, so that that's a that's a, an accomplishment cuz colonial basketball is terrible. So for them that's really the the biggest example of like a real Cinderella, like even more than Loyola, I think. 
Yeah, because you had some teams that had really good seasons that that turned out not to do much in the tournament in lesser conferences, like Wichita State. Yeah. a couple of years was really good, and then got to the tournament. Eh, not so much. But I think I mean, I guess VCU came out of the same Colonial when they yeah, like yeah, they're not VCU. in the Colonial anymore. Uh, they're they're in the Atlantic Ten, which is considered not a Power Six conference, but it's right there with it. Uh, but I think all those teams were like, I think they were all 11 seeds. I think Mason was an 11. I think yeah, Loyola that, was an 11. And I'm, I remember George Mason is definitely an 11. I'm right? pretty sure VCU was an 11 too. Hmm. All right. Well, they probably celebrated with a Carbach. Yes. And it looks like Aaron, Aaron, your brother's going to be celebrating out at Carbach this weekend. Yep. Going out for his birthday. Yeah. Carbach, a uh, great place to host an event like that. And uh, guys, great, great place to just go have some beers with you and your buddies or just hell drink by yourself I, you know people say that people give that a bad rap i'm okay with that go to the go to the bar have yourself a couple good beers have you have yourself a nice meal a pizza or something uh steak uh, maybe some korean fried chicken which is one of my favorites and have some beers uh the great beers at carbach you could get all the the mainstays on the board but you can also get some things at carbach that you won't be able to find anywhere else some some rare finds uh, and of course, you can find all the the ranch water and things like that in grocery stores right now. If you're not willing to go out in public yet, that's okay. Ranch water's still out there. The uh, uh, and that's that's going to be around for a while. We'll try all the new ranch water flavors on Monday with Eric. Uh, but follow Carbach on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see everything they got going on at the brewery and the restaurant. And when you're out and about, grab yourself some Carbach. into the HRNP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. Administration of employee benefits is a hassle. Let HRNP eliminate those burdens and save you money. Visit hrp.net today.